Welcome to the Product Business Podcast. This is your number one podcast for the tips, actions, and insights to make more money from your products while enjoying your life. I'm your host, Amy Wenslow. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. Today, I want to talk with you about being in business with partners. And that can also include your spouse because many, many times, as you'll hear around investor circles, being in business with partners is like being married to them. And there is a good reason for that. There is structure to partnerships and to investor relationships that is meant to stand the test of time, which means you need to be able to disagree respectfully, support each other's decisions, lift each other up to a higher possibility, remind each other sometimes why you're doing what you're doing. All of that can come into play. And I know this from firsthand experience, a little bit about my company, Products to Profits. We started as a service bureau doing the graphic design work and pricing work of projects all across the consumer um, product space. And we continue that to today. We have clients where we're doing packaging and pricing sheets and all different kinds of areas of their business are the details that we take care of for them. Now, about four years ago, I had the bright idea as my husband was looking to leave his corporate job. And I said, you know, we need some more help inside the business. Why don't you come work with me? And, you know, lead the team and you'll be the director of operations and I'll take the the other pieces. And yeah, that was a learning curve. Now, when you are in business with your spouse, there is a whole dynamic that, that comes into play. And I was very aware of it going in and we said that we would test it out, see how it went, give it a trial period. And we had some structures about it. So we actually went into it way more equipped than many, many people who do. And we still hit speed bumps. And it was not pleasant all the time. And there were some fights about it. And, you know, we were not angels in this. But what happened is that I came to see him in a new light. He, he was very intrigued by what we had done. He'd been around me while I was starting the business and growing it. But we weren't married yet, right? And so once we got married... <laughs> then that was its own thing because now we're married and we're in this business and, and it brings up a lot of emotion. So here are a few of the lessons that I learned and a few resources for you. Number one, have clearly defined areas of expertise and be patient with each other. Now, I had started the company and I have decades of experience with consumer product in all the launch phases and how to work with corporations and all of that, investors, all of it. And he has great sales training background. He's great in front of an audience. Um, he's really likable. He's really good at trade show, but he needed to develop the entrepreneurial muscle of being in an entrepreneurial business because it's very different than being in a corporate, right? So I had to learn to be patient with the entrepreneurial speed being different, right? And bringing him um, along and into 
the decision-making process. It wasn't something I was used to. And I didn't do it very elegantly for a while. But what we did do well was we had some clearly defined roles. And that helped a lot. So if it doesn't start out that you each have some clear skill sets and strengths, then you need to kind of develop it. Like lean, each of you lean in opposite directions, not in terms of what the business is doing, but in terms of how you support the third entity called your business, okay? So it's really important that you develop that. Another thing to keep in mind is try to have separate workspace than your home so that you have a very clear energy difference of when you're at work and when you're not. It helps tremendously. We have separate office space down in the city, but when we're up in the mountains, we frequently work from home. And I notice the energy difference between when we are able to turn it on and off versus when it's in our home space as well. You know, we have separate office here and things, but still it's, it's different. So do try to have that separation between your work and your home life as much as you possibly can. It will help you tremendously. Then another thing to keep in mind is turn signals in your conversation with your spouse and your partners. So frequently with partnerships, you become very close and it can become like friends. So when you are in a close relationship and you're doing business, it's really important that you kind of do what I call signal the turn in the conversation and say, hey, I need to talk to you for a second about the sales. I need to talk to you for a second about deliverables. I need to talk to you about our marketing campaign. You want to make it clear when you're shifting into business conversation mode rather than mushing it all together. Mushing it all together is a recipe for a murky relationship. Trust me, I went through some moments where I had to kind of clean things up and and Jeff had those too, where he shifted gears without telling me. And it just creates um, potential for upsets. So make clear turn signal indicators when you're going from a personal conversation to a business conversation. Um, and try to keep your time at business, business, and your time at home, home. It's really important for your energy that you give yourself those breaks and that you are able to shift and switch from one mode to another. One of the other things that really, really helps a lot of people that we work with is having a neutral third party as, almost as a moderator sometimes. Jeff and I have that for ourselves. We have it inside the, the business, I mean. And we have respected, trusted advisors who we can turn to and lean on for their opinion when we're in um, a conversation that isn't going really smoothly or when one of us thinks that we have a different opinion, right? It's really important that you have that outside third party. And I bring this up because one of the things that we do is all day strategy sessions for clients. And those are the entire business team, however they define it, comes to our office, they're in our conference rooms. And 
we do a 12 to 18 month timeline for their business by month with checkpoints. It's a gigantic whiteboard session. And it's a really rich environment, a really rich day. It frequently starts out with getting clear on the goal that the 12 to 18 month timeline should be delivering on, right? Well, we've had conversations where it's become clear that three different people in the business have three different definitions of when a sale gets booked. You know, like when do you count it as sold, right? And, and those can vary as much as six months. There's a difference between when the order is placed with you from a retailer for example, they place an order with you. A salesperson sometimes will count that as when the sale is booked. The production department could count it when the order is finished being made. And the accounting department may have it as a totally third one called when they get paid on it, right? Those are three very different times, very different dates. And so if you're just defining sales and you don't make it clear what you mean when you say a sale is booked by that date or the total sales by this date are X, then you're in an upset and a, and a lack of clarity. Many of our clients don't realize this until we're sitting in a room with them and I'm pressing in and asking for the definitions and illustrating by asking each person in the room what it means to them. It's very, very different. Okay. So it's really important to have a neutral third party that preferably has done what you're trying to do before, right? They've seen the mistakes, they've seen some of the potholes, they can keep you going off a Grand Canyon cliff. If you are in a product business and you are interested in having that, I would love to talk about being that person for you. Like I said, we are for many of our clients and many of our clients are couples, um, partnerships, you name it, we have every configuration. We also have solo entrepreneurs that come work with us and we have large companies. So with that, everyone, please, I, if this is of interest to you, you can check out Meg Hirschberg's book, For Better or For Work. It is phenomenal about work dynamics and your family life. She goes into it way more than I can in this brief podcast. With that, everyone, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. And until then, my, all my best to you and many, many blessings. You have just listened to the Product Business Podcast with me, your host, Amy Wenslow. Subscribe, review, and share our podcast on Apple iTunes, Podcasts, or Google Play. Until next time.